0: You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Al Mega. Happy Tuesday! Today we have an amazing creator on deck, Talking about his all new Zoop project, you know we're gonna get into that in a minute. But before we do that, let me introduce my co-pilot today. It's the fellow Crusader, Sever the Bard. What's popping in, Manu?
1: Salutations! What's going on, man? I'm excited, brother.
0: You? I'm excited. I'm excited, man. We're gonna to talk to a modern legend in comics. He's been kicking ass. He's you know done awesome projects. You know, uh, for Marvel, independent. I mean, Star Wars. You know, Moon Girl. I mean, right now he's got a kick ass project with, with a, another former Marvel editor, Chris Robinson. I mean, this project is amazing. It's called Corner Man, and I have the creator on deck. It's the one and only R A
2: Hi. What's up? What's up? How you guys doing? Well, First of up, all, man. much love to the to the Royal Shack mask. I love it. I mean, it's like <laughs> I felt I felt like, oh man, I didn't come prepared. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ray, man, thank you for taking some time today because I know you've been very busy. You know, you got a whole bunch of stuff going on. You know, most importantly, you got this kick-ass uh, project out right now called Corner Man, you know, uh, on on Zoo. You know, we're going to talk about that in, in just a minute. Uh, let people know, you know, where they could support it, what it's about and all. Before we get into all that, obviously, you know, I'm all about the origin stories. I haven't had the opportunity to have you on there yet, even though we've met in person at a con. Oh,
2: yeah. We've talked a few times at a con. Yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly, man. Ray's always busy. I mean, seven was talking about, (laughs) yeah, and cons, you know, all these artists and poor guys are stuck, you know, with their neck about to get a hump because they're drawing all day, you know, on these low tables. And he has a great
1: question about that. Yeah, Yeah. I got some questions for you about that. (laughs)
2: I'm I'm, I'm set. I'm ready. Oh, really work out there. So g- <laughs> give, give us
0: a little bit about you, Ray, man, uh, before we get into everything. It's like, you know, where, where you hail from and how did you get your start? You know, in common. Uh,
2: okay. I'm originally from Compton, California, uh, you right. know, straight out of. And uh...
0: Oh, so man. <laughs> <laughs> were, were, were you bowling with the crew back then, too? Okay.
2: You know what? Hey, I'll be 47 this Thursday, so you do the math. All right. I mean, no
0: more questions to be asked. I'll make yeah. a
2: slice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. My family it runs deep. I was, I didn't know those particular cats, but I, I graduated from Compton High School. So, oh wow, you know. So that you know. So you how
0: go. was that in that era? And it's funny too because we were talking about that era of the '90s, and then I graduated in '93 in New York. You know, wild stuff going on.
2: Yeah, look, and I'm I'm 92, so it was wild. It was wild. It was what they say it was. But here's the other thing: there was so much more to it, and that's the only thing that that trips me out about the media. Sure. I'm not uh, what some of the stuff that was going on. I mean, if so much of it was happening. You know, it's true, right? And then yeah. you hear stories from other people that can corroborate that, like the the riots. I was in the smack dab in the middle of the riots too, Ooh. helping out friends. You know, who was oh, stuck wow. different places. Oh yeah, man, it was it was something. It was it was. Did uh, you throw a brick? Nah, let me tell you something. I was I was helping folks who after was running from the police or was stuck in fires. As a matter of fact, I had my car. And there was a gas station on fire. You want to talk about driving through an inferno? What? And I, and I, yeah. And, I, and, a, and a friend of mine was over there, couldn't get out because the fire is blocking. I rolled. I had a Toyota Camry hatchback, y'all. And I, was, I rolled, and I got them. And, um, you know, it was so hot. Yeah, it, it was hot. So Those uh, were the yeah.
0: beginnings of R.A. Heights superhero shenanigans. Right <laughs> then and there. That started
2: it. You know what? Hey, man. <laughs> it was. It's enough people out there doing their thing. And, and you know. Good,
0: good on you, brother. Good on you, hope uh, hey.
2: not, man. So, but yeah, man, I, I, comics, my cousin, shout out to my cousin Savoy out there if he's seeing this, but he would say comics saved our lives. And so why don't uh, we say that? Because a lot of times we could have gotten into trouble, but we was inside either reading comics or comic shop or whatever. And I mean, you know, hey, he, especially uh, over mean, there. Right. In college, right. You- Exactly. So I mean it's a lot to get into. You know, my pops used to say even though I still would do it, I would come home and it'd be after twelve and he was cool, but he would say, You know what? Nothing to do after twelve but get in trouble.
0: hmm and and yeah, you
2: know, he wasn't <laughs> lying. It's was true. It's very, very true. So but for the most part, I mean I had a separate group. I had a comics group that I hung out with who was me and we're friends to this day. Those are real ones. You know what I mean? Like Wow. From day one, because we my first comic independent was I was 19 years old. It was that crew. They wow. was doing it. So we published our own thing. And, and that was back. But you, in the day.
0: you your, your crew started. You started publishing as a young cat then with your boys.
2: I did. I did. Oh, I, uh, wow. Oh, yeah. Because you are. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. You know what? I, I love comics. But it, here's the thing. I grew up in that era where there was a lot of independent comics. Yeah. Where there were, like, Turtles came out in the 80s, and uh, they had Elementals. They had, uh, uh, as a fact, 1992, guess what started? Image Comics, right? Yeah. So these guys were doing it already. It's not that they didn't love the stuff that they did in Marvel or DC or, or whatever, but that's how I felt. I had characters, too, but I was one of those, those dudes that was smart enough to realize Marvel did not want a character I created, especially if I'm some kid off the street that hadn't been working so why not do it myself and i was just doing that and i mean man we was doing a lot it was fun it was it was a crazy time there's no fear you know now it's like nothing but fear like oh they're gonna want to see this and, you know
0: <laughs> but, but tell the people though cause i mean th- there's a huge difference between that era and the now i think right now oh, yeah. it's exactly. easier to publish i mean how much education that you guys need in order to start this or, or you guys already or some of you already kind of ingrained and and, and understood
2: well, I spent a lot of my time at the Compton Library just researching stuff. As an artist, man, you got to know how to draw everything, everything. And I was trying to up my game, and we would have meetings there, and I would read all kind of stuff on publishing and who did what. I mean, all the way back to, like, uh, you know, the Sunday strips. Oh wow! Like oh okay. yeah, I was reading books on those kind of things too because I was interested in kind of getting into that. Any little thing to kind of get published, and then I I can't remember what book it was, but basically it was like, this is how you do it. And then I was, you know, back then it wasn't really no online. I would talk to cats who already done it. Hey, who got that printed for you? You know, who's printing Marvel stuff? Who's printing who's the printers? And back then there was other distributors, so you know we talked to them. Hey, the legwork was hard, and and we imagine. and I it was like between seven to eight cats in the crew that was doing it so everybody brought in information it's not like the internet one person can go online and get all they need like this this is a milk run you guys like you want to (laughs) make you want to make comics then make comics you can publish online you can get it printed everything is like all the information is out there but back then first of all it was i didn't even know any cats that looked like me that was doing comics Mm. you know most Mm. of the people i saw in wizard or whatever was there were white guys, you know yeah. what I mean? Did and the, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's real. I uh, don't know, it was all good. And then I want to say, like, when I saw, I want to say uh, it was Dennis Cowan and and the Milestone Cast that came out uh, yeah, and it was on the cover of Black Enterprise. And I was like, what? What? You know, what? We uh, make uh, comics yeah, too. Right? Yep. I think, <laughs> I think Dennis was in If Dennis wasn't in it. Ebony or something. And so then I really knew, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I really do something. And there's other people that popped up. But, um, but yeah, man. So, so then I had to find those people and and I didn't have any fear. Like, you know, if my thing was if three or four people told me no, you know, somebody gonna say yes. And I just kept, kept grinding, you know, that's, that's really it. But I didn't break into Marvel really until 2007, just about 2008. So, oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm curious, Ray, what was your first project with Marvel? Because the first time that I saw your work was on X-Men 92. And I have some questions <laughs> about that.
2: Okay. Um, my first work was Spider-Man Family Number 8. And I had a friend of mine, Alex Storm, and, and his friend, Terrell, uh, who did three or four. We're all kind of running around in the same crew. And I and just imagine, so online, I don't know if you guys remember Pencil Jack and then they had uh, Artzilla and, you know, it was all these different online groups. There, I met people like Sanford Green online, Mark Brooks Ooh. online. We were, I mean, that's, those people are in my group, you know? Basically.
1: Yo, Mark Brooks showed love. He actually had some engagement with we with me and the Comic Crusaders earlier this nice. week. Like, he shows love, you know what I mean? So I got, man... The people. Mark.
2: Mark is good people. Like you know, there it is. That's it.
1: If
0: you guys want to be uh, something special, you know, uh, first R.A. Marvel, right?
2: <laughs> yep. First, yeah, that's really it. I, I submitted several times, you know, and that's that's the one they hit. And guess who? The person that was the, the main connect. I mean, I knew C.B. Spolski back then and a couple people, but only through Mark. But the main person who people don't know is uh, I've known Kevin Grievous. For oh a long yes. Time.
0: He scared the crap out of me at a convention. <laughs> he, he has the deepest voice. And I was walking by, he saw my hat and like comic crusaders. Like, I'm like, oh shit. Yep. I'm that's like, him? Oh, bro. oh, yo, he scared me, but what a cool
2: dude, man. Cool. Let dude. me tell you something. You've seen him, right? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yes. Big, big black big dude. Super, yeah. Like, let me tell you, that's a superhero right there, man. Because yeah, you
0: don't want to F with him. Like, he's I not, think like, Kevin's you know, a, he's a
2: microbiologist. Makes- like, he's He's super smart. He's a brain. He's a brain. He's got the brawn. You know, he's, I mean, he put me, Kevin and I have talked hours and hours on end. He really put me up on game and we were were doing a few things together. But Kevin was the person who brought me in. Although he'll tell you that I was the person who helped him get the gig, it was him. Because by (laughs) that time, he was Mr. What is it? Um, Underworld. Underworld. Yeah. You know, he was doing Underworld then, and he had all these credits under his belt. So, you know, much love to, to Kevin Grievous. That's, that's my dude. And, and we ended up dude. moving pretty close to each other, too. So we would see each other at the market. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and Are so you stalking
1: me? Yeah, so basically. Well, we, we worked on the Spider-Man book together. And his name is literally Grievous, like like General Grievous. Like General
2: Grievous. <laughs> yep. Ew, yo. But Kev was the first. <laughs> okay.
1: Worse. So George Lucas, you know what I mean? he, he probably going to have to pay some publishing since,
2: you know. I don't know. Or, or Kevin in a movie, movie, movie or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I want to um, see Kevin in a movie because, again, just with the voice and
0: the look, he would scare the shit out of anybody.
2: Oh, yeah. When when my uh, my wife answers the phone, Kevin, I'm going to speak to Ray. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, what Ray, what did you do? Got some money you
2: got to break your legs. Dude, if he called <laughs> too late, though, he's mad respectful because he called too late. My wife would be like, Kevin. It is too late to be called.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, she does the Larry David thing. It's 10 o'clock the cutoff.
2: Yeah, 10 o'clock is the cutoff. That's there it. There you go. That's yeah. the Larry I mean, that's David fair, thing. right? That's <laughs> so, so yeah. So.
0: Excellent. So, all right. So that then that continue, because you also are an independent creator, and you created an awesome independent property, you know, Midnight Tiger, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Midnight Tiger, that was that was my... how,
0: much, how did that come? Was that before or after?
2: Uh well, wait, before Marvel or after Marvel? That was yeah. definitely well, okay. So it was definitely after Marvel, I would say. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely after Marvel. And it it was published 2014, but the idea came and and building all that stuff was definitely early on before it just hit. But yeah, that's that's a whole other thing because I was trying to get stuff done and I mean, I'm one of those creators that's like both. Like I want to work for the big two, but I also want my own stuff, you know? I mean, so, should. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, I've been creating before they—that was my job. Yeah. You you know what I mean? I wanted to keep doing that, and and I feel like the characters and the worlds I create are just as interesting and just as viable as as what they have. That's why when I hear people talk about, oh, you know, we want something new, or why did they change the uh, gender or the 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 race of this person? You know, when they why don't they just create a new black character? Why don't they just well, guess what? It's a bunch of us out here that's doing that. Pick it up. If you know, put your money in the world of
1: indie. What awesome.
2: is your universe called? Well, you know what, Midnight Tiger had a universe, and and what happened was it had its own universe, but then we moved over to Action Lab, and Action, and uh, uh, Brian Seaton had basically created uh, Action Verse. So yes. that's a universe unto itself, and it's it's got uh, Vito Del Sante and Sean Isaac Stray and Jamal Eagles, Molly Danger, and mm-hmm. a few others, you know, that are in there. And we were basically trying to do something there, and it did okay, I guess. I mean, you know, nobody was making any money though. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but but it was fun to work with with my friends so that that was about it
1: what about oh, for the cornerman universe now you that's a whole separate
2: universe yeah
0: oh, okay let's get into cornerman, folks let yes. me just bring this up i want you guys to see this really quick because this is a beautiful piece of art just for the cover alone right here i mean look at that oh, serious yo and i mean i'm happy that homies like me with the grays right here oh yeah
2: Look, but look, look, you, you see, I look, on the other side, it's reversed. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This
0: looks great, man. So it's you and Chris Robinson, you know, teaming up, you know, on Zoop, uh, this new crowdfunding platform, which I definitely want to ask you about how, how, how that works out. But, you know, talk about this. How, how did the, the world of Corner Man and this whole discussion come about, come to fruition when we see it here?
2: Well, I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked myself. Aside from like, you you look at the Avengers and then you read all the Avengers comics, and they're always training in this room. And who's the trainer in that room? <laughs> the tra- <laughs>
0: who's the trainer in the room? It's Cap, right? It could be Cap, yeah, someone. Who yeah. X-Men Cap. could be someone.
2: Well, X-Men is Cerebro, right? They're technically they're. I mean, Xavier's doing his thing, but he's not out there. I mean, Cat, you know he's limited, <laughs> so he could do so much. But but he's in the, uh, they're in the danger room, so technically they're just trying to train themselves. Yeah. But when you think about Captain America, who, if you go to the Marvel Universe, he's like this is judo and boxing and all these different things. I don't know how much they teach you in the military, but, um, <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? <laughs> well, but, what but, though, and he became a super soldier He went from a weakling, you know. Yep. To a brawny and
2: started kicking ass like off off the get. Oh, right. With, with serious techniques, not just power, <laughs> with serious techniques. Like, okay. This, this before Where, the Matrix Where's the manual? Folks. You know, like Spider-Man, I'll give Spider-Man a pass because he's got that, that, uh, spider sense, right? A
0: spider so agility. He, yeah. Right. Fits, so
2: he, with that, he can avoid. He's got agility. He's got all these different things. So there's certain things he can do. But even when, when, when Shang-Chi got to him, he was like, you are, you've been basically relying on your abilities this whole time. But you can't really fight. Like, you kind of, you know. What like, I mean?
0: Shang-Chi should be able to put it on cap real quick.
2: Oh, yeah, real quick. with the. Well, and that's the only thing, right? I'm not saying the cap's not trained. No, exactly. I'm saying. But nobody sees who that cat is. Who was, was it? It was this man?
0: program, bro. You know what? In well, the old machines, well, instead of the matrix that they would give you the injection in the neck, you know, this is old school technology. They probably gave him a pipe <laughs>
1: up his butt, you know, and injected
0: something, <laughs> some knowledge that way. Who knows? It
2: right, came but, with the super soldier serum.
1: Yeah, and with the years that Cap actually had, You know, Wolverine, Black Widow, given the aging process of Black Widow and like, well, given the aging process of Natasha, she's a lot older than she actually looks. And Wolverine, of course, I I don't know, I I guess it's like it's two. he's probably going on 200 or something like that. It explains how much training that Wolverine has had and that Widow has had. They've all come. But,
2: but you notice you, you pick two characters where we've actually seen them train.
1: Yeah. And the people who train Rogers, them, so right? probably taught him a thing or two. Same thing with Black Panther. He's came in contact with Rogers before and, you know, gave him some tips. And I'm assuming yeah, that after after
2: Black whooped Panther him. Him whooped him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: so,
0: say that again? He gave him a big old what?
2: After so, Black him. Panther whooped him.
1: Oh, <laughs> what? <All> right. <laughs> right? Because, because, because Panther has more of a tactical mindset than Rogers actually does. But He's that's a lot true, more
2: Because they, they trained. I mean, we've seen all. Thank you, you know, uh, John Romita Jr. and Reginald Hudlin, right? Because they broke that down. I mean, other people have also broke it down. But you've seen these specific people do some tra- kind of training, either the training is a part of their upbringing, or the training yes. was exactly how they got. Like, let's take uh, Daredevil, for instance. Stick.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Yes. Or, yeah, right?
2: yeah. Right. So we know who trained him. Yes. Right. And, and then, so just, so basically. And even Spider-Man Shang-Chi, is, we
0: know who he got trained. You thank know, you. The Sa- well. Same thing
2: with, same uh, thing. with, with, um, Iron Fist. Iron Fist, you didn't, Iron Fist, you, yeah. he just came on the scene, right? But just think of his origins. He came on the scene. It wasn't until Immortal Iron Fist that yes. we see, okay, this is, this is the process. Really? Yeah, <laughs> this is the, right. This is what's popping. So that's the story of Cornerman. Cornerman is the cat that trains the, the person who trains you is better than you all the time, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because that's that's just what it is. Because they have something to teach you. Not that you can't go out and learn more, but you didn't come in the game this way, you know. So, and I don't know, if you guys are Dragon Ball fans, of or course, anything like that. Okay. So, Did you
1: get that new mode, right? Right. <laughs> so,
2: I'm a huge anime manga fan, and I think about uh, the first series, Dragon Ball. Who trains Goku?
1: Master Rochi. he was not, but,
2: Goku. but not first. Mm. His grandfather trained him first.
1: Well, they were running around with Oolong and they were trying to get that first ball,
2: right? But he and keeps Oolong saying, made that so, wish. "Yeah, that dumbass Yeah, your grandfather, his. Goku's grandfather. Right! right? Goku's right. grandfather! Right. Because that's how Roshi knew, like, oh, you was trained by Gohan, right? So, okay, there you go. So now you have, it's that. So they, that's, that's Corner Man. Corner Man is you don't see Roshi's story. You definitely don't see Gohan's story, right? Mm-hmm. But you see, uh, you know, but you see the results. So I'm going back. Here's this man who who is like 50 plus, uh, in, in Jason Drexler and me and Chris went back and forth and talking about this and, you know, Chris came up with so much cool stuff, but that was the whole thing. And, and with, um, Drex being like 50 plus, let's say he, let's say he became a master in his mid twenties, right? So in that regard, and he's training other people, once you get to a certain point and you think about all the, the elite masters of these martial arts. They're not out there trying to start no trouble. They're cool because it's a spiritual thing, right? Like, I've mastered my body. I don't need to go out there and necessarily conquer the world. It's usually the immaturity of people who, let's say, it's a kid with a gun, right? Like, you don't understand the power you have, so you out there trying to misuse it until somebody who is your elder comes out and say, hey, little boy, (laughs) you know, (laughs) settle down.
0: Slow your roll. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: Because you think you're, you know, just... Badass, but you really aren't. You're to to the people below you. Sure, everybody everybody's got a best, right? Everybody's got someone who's better.
0: It was so, like when Chuck Norris went after Bruce Lee. Like, how dare he think he was going to beat Bruce Lee?
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> but if you if you're a big fish in a small pond, gotcha. Until you meet a cat whose whose whole pond is the world, right? <laughs> like,
0: and I I'm curious here though, Jason Drexler, the coach here mm-hmm. that teaches, he's the trainer. Does he hold any? Abilities himself? You have
2: to read the story. Oh, right. <laughs> tease, tease, tease! tease. You, yeah, you get you got to read the story. I mean, there's a page up there that actually shows his sister Andrea, who he trained as a kid, and you might be able to get a little hint from from that. Okay. So, but yeah, that and and he's he's been training superheroes, you know, and a lot of uh, the government wanted him to be out there in the field. He's like, I'll take this job and training your government heroes, but I'll you'll never see me out there because that's not. That's not me. That's not my bag. I don't. I'm not. I don't do that, right? But I'll help you because he feels fulfilled training others to kind of bring them uh, to their fullest potential. That's where his joy comes from. You know. Um, What
1: made you um develop have him develop a moral compass like that?
2: Well, because if you think about any teacher. Teachers are mentors. Sometimes they're parental figures. Sometimes they're best friends. Sometimes they're something. And their job as teachers is to bring out the best in their students and to help them discover who they are so they can go on and do the same thing to others, hopefully, right? So it's each one teach one, but that's what Jason personifies, right?
1: Mm. When you say that you based Jason off of a professor that you had in the past,
2: no, but I did base Jason off of a legend, a living legend right now, Michael Jai White.
1: Oh, oh. The one and only Spawn. The,
0: the one, one and only Spawn. The one and only, only Bronze spawned. Tiger. Because yes. he kicked as Bronze Tiger too. People don't know, man. They need to do a Bronze Tiger movie with him. Let them know. I mean, he was one of the uh, original uh, Marshall, black martial artists in comics that came out, what? Richard Dragon, number one. Of course, yep. you know, Richard Dragon, white boy, master of Kung Fu. Again, who trained him? But we got Bronze Hype, like, too, kicking again, ass.
2: <laughs> well, I would say DC is better at that kind of stuff than Marvel because they have Lady Shiva. They got, you know, all these other. Mm. Even, race,
0: even race. Even race. So, Ma- right. Batman so stuff. You know? You've
2: seen it. You know, you've seen who these people are, which is fantastic. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so just think how deep it goes, right? Like, you I, are, yeah. I saw that face. That's yeah,
0: it. Uh, Yeah. my mind is, like, buzzing. So this world, the corner man world, you know, it has its own superheroes and all that you and Chris put together.
2: Uh, yeah, oh, it, it definitely does. But then... Is it based you know, in the
0: now? Is it
2: based in this timeline or... Mm-hmm. Loosely. So it's, it's almost like a mashup. I'll, okay, I'll tell you this. It's like a mashup. So just imagine something like Dragon Ball or, or, or King and Ashura or all those, you know, anime shounen fight mangas. Okay. Mashed in with, let's say, the Marvel Universe.
0: Oh, oh, oh okay.
2: So, so, you know, these battles that people see where it's like, oh, I wonder if Superman could be Goku. <laughs> you know yes. it's is that kind of is that kind of stuff like here's this superhero right
0: don't start no arguments bro right
2: right, right? that that so, one is always a good argument can, can can one punch man beat thanos you know <laughs> <laughs> one punch i mean it says it Let me stop right one one punch so you I'm even out you you oh, hey. come on now <laughs> there you go so this is what i'm talking about this is what what the world of corner man actually is oh, it's it,
1: great
2: it, It's super martial artists versus the superhero world. And it's got like Big Trouble in Little China kind of thing in it because oh, there is love an that. adventure in that because he, basically the story, the basic story we're, we're putting up on Zoop is an introduction to the world itself. And he's got to go in and the government's like, hey Drex, we need your help. You know, all these superheroes are are, are kidnapped and everything. And he's like, sound like a personal problem. You know, <laughs> Like, Damn, uh, he's cold like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's like you got these powers, get yourself out of it. You know what I mean? I did my part. And he's like, you know what? We understand that. We know you don't want to go into the field, but here's this a little something. Your sister's been kind of moonlighting. She's supposed to be in graduate school. She's Damn. been helping us. And now that like, would make me
0: madder. Like, you said There you go. <laughs> so like, really?
2: You didn't tell me? You know what I mean? Like, I'm doing all this stuff it. for you guys. So he's pissed off, and now he has to go.
0: So here's a man on the mission wanting to do something he doesn't want to do. <laughs> no,
2: he doesn't want gotcha. to do.
0: Gotcha. And this is going to be a nice 32-page big boy, huh, on that number one.
2: Oh, yeah. You're going to get all kinds of stuff. You get, like, a lot of character profiles, what you see up there. You know, Chris has already got stuff, clicking on what he's going to gonna write up. And, and, like, we have a character called Agent Bozon. Boson is this dude that is, like, you know, that, that the weakest link kind of cat. Okay. Where he's either the nerdy guy, or whatever. Sure, he's an agent and he's trained because anybody could, you know, if you qualify, that's fine. But he's at, at the bottom wrong. Let's say he's not as courageous or whatever. And when they go in to get Drex and kind of meet him at his apartment, he's like, these guys think they're going to catch me. And he's, he's basically whooping everybody else's butt. He, he doesn't even touch Boson. He doesn't touch him because first of all, Boson is scared. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's scared. He already knows. Like, it's, it's no point. I already know what this dude did. And so his team, Boson's team, the agents are cracking on. Him like, oh, you know, you're, uh, you're scaredy cat. You this and that or whatever. You know, there's, they're the guys that he gets picked on. Okay. So when the chief says, Hey, you know, we need you to go, we need somebody to go with you because we basically, you don't trust us. We don't trust you. So, uh, she ends up picking this like big who she thinks is the baddest, you know, team guy in there. And Drex is like, I don't want that guy. I want this to, to, to sure. you know. So he picks Boson.
0: Oh, nice. So basically, he's going to turn Boson from Cringer to Battle Cat, <laughs> I hope. Huh,
2: interesting. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I, I hope
0: so. Yeah. All right, so folks, please don't be cheap. Support this project. Look, he only asked me for $8,500. you are already hearing the layout of the universe. I mean, it sounds fantastic. You're at 2258 I mean, I've seen... Projects asking for 20 racks, you know, that don't even sound as amazing as this does, you know, and actually, you know, be making it. So, folks, you know, go over here to Zoo. I mean, 2258 and these 8500, 42 uh, supporters. God bless each and every one of you with 22 days left. Uh, yes. It's gonna be amazing. So, and you also, there's also more rewards or add-ons, right? Because you got 10. dollars Explain to me the different covers and. What little extras that if if people you know submit x amount you know what are we getting here? Because I see you're offering bust sketches and full body sketches, full body full sketch. You know, there's probably like a naked sketch here. I'm afraid to scroll down. Only plan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I got original artwork up there too, like uh, from some of the the work I did on Star Wars. Uh, oh shit, look yeah. at uh-huh. that! So, hey. Yeah, I I've got you know I got that up uh, there. I, you know, I'm doing the you know the original like sketch covers. Going to have sketch cover stuff because. Uh, here's the thing, you know, with Zoop, which is fantastic. It's it's kind of like if Image and Kickstarter had a baby, that's Zoop. Oh, so, really? Oh, yeah. So they, they kind of, you know, say, okay, you got this cool project. We want to help you fund it and make it happen. As creators, we want you to create. We want you to get it done. and We want you to put your, your best foot forward when it comes to this stuff because we believe in this project. And we're going to take care of the rest of the stuff. We're going to, you know, uh, help you ship it. We're going to get the printer. We're going to talk, you know, marketing. You see, they're all on there. They're, they're out there promoting the heck out of it. Mm. So they're, I mean, they're already coming through, you know, and it's been so cool and it's so collaborative because, uh, the guys at Zoo are, are talking to me and Chris on these, uh, you know, um, our middle meetings in it. And it's so cool. Like everybody knows what each other's doing and we have ideas. You bounce uh, off of each other like a publisher would, right? Like how do we market this? What do we do? You know? And it's, and it's been great. It's, it's really kind of a great experience uh, to have. And Chris and I can basically focus on getting it out there because you know the way we have our stuff divvied up the way chris and i work is basically like like uh old marvel style like we're coming up with these ideas and you know i'm putting up you know pages and we're bouncing things off of each other Uh and we're just having this beautiful flow it's probably one of the best working relationships i've had nice uh, and a co-creator you know so and it yeah, just and makes so. the
0: process all that much easier and fun easier
2: and wait, wait, fun yes yeah, so that's it it's, That's it. it's been it,
0: fantastic, and I, I just noticed do, you have a little video here. Uh, let me go ahead and just play it for the
2: folks to check out real quick. Oh yeah, go ahead. Chris is better <laughs> than It's your favorite writer slash editor, Chris. There it is.
0: Love it, love it. I mean, how amazing is that? This that's is
1: fine art, right there. <laughs>
0: thank yeah. you, thank you. But this, I mean, uh, dude, man, amazing. I could see the Michael J. now.
2: Yeah. So, like I said, I didn't want to make it an exact, you know, because I mean, no. But
0: I see the influence, especially on here yeah. on that scene. He, I kind of see it. Yeah, yeah that, that's an angry J about to fuck you up as Bronze. Yeah. J, right?
1: <laughs> <You> <laughs> that's tap, dude. It. You're gonna tap, dude. Oh yeah. It's confirmed, know? right? You're gonna tap him.
2: Well, you know what. I... <sighs> Because this is, uh, it's, again, it's inspired. It, it would be totally flattering if, uh, Michael were to be like, Oh man, you know, I love this. And, and even if he just retweeted it or dropped something on his Instagram. That would be really cool. You know, I'm not we counting on anything it. like that. we got
0: to be Mike, dress up just like this and take a photo, man. Come on, dress up like well, he,
2: You know what, <laughs> El, He's got this fantastic production company called uh, Gigantic Studios. Mm-hmm. And so he does his own, you know, productions and with his own ideas. And maybe he's taking on other, any other ideas. So that would be kind of cool, too, right? Like, yeah. if he's like, you know what? I, I want to put this, I want to option this, you know, who knows? Oh. I mean, sky's the limit, but. It is the um,
0: sky's the limit. And this is what we need, though. We need this. Like, just as when you started, you know, people will be begging DC and Marvel for, for oh, why why this, why that? The world of independent is so full of what you want as a fan. I mean, definitely. that's real talk. I mean, and, and here we are, original POC character that's, you know, kicking ass, created by an amazing, you know, POC artist. I mean, what more do you want?
2: Right? Right. You're looking for representation. You're looking for, you know, you know, this it's right here. You know, it's right here. And I mean, for the most part, it's it's almost all POC on the creative team. We haven't uh, announced our uh, letter or colorist yet, but, you know, when we get the pages in, you know, you'll see and then we'll announce them when we get that stuff part of it.
0: Gotcha. So right now, so what is the 8500 going to support
2: when you reach So the there's stuff that we'd have to deal with with our partnership with Zoop, but, it's going to be, you know, the printing costs and, and, you uh, know, our time. And we're going to pay the colorists and all, all the people who are involved because for the most part, Chris and I aren't really getting paid. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I not with 8,500. 8,500, that's basically like at the bottom. And, it, and that, and that, most comics, it takes about $10,000 to produce Ooh. a single issue. Oh, With Yeah. If you're paying decent rates, <laughs> a comic rate. So, you know, for me, doing pencil and ink. So, if I'm doing pencil and inks and writing, I mean, and I, and I was doing it for another company, I could make for the book eight grand on my own. Oh, nice. Right. But that's, that's what it is. That's what I would get paid or something like that. Right. If I'm doing all of those, if I'm wearing all of those hats, but if that's, but I'm, I'm hiring out, right. I'm doing all this and then we have to pay for the production. And you see, we have like Multiple covers, dude. We got, yes, you do. You know, we got colors. We got all this stuff. That $8,500 $8, $8, is going to be psh, gone,
0: gone in a heartbeat. Yeah.
2: But so we're not seeing any of that. Not really. So that- That's why we have to go over. If we got like 10000 15000 whatever then maybe Chris and I could get paid.
0: <laughs> maybe they could buy a burger at McDonald's, right? Cause, Plus,
2: I don't man. know, maybe, but but that's how much we love the project because our point is to get it to you, to get it out, yes. to get it out in the world, man. So real
0: creators, man. Exactly. Real that's creators. Exactly.
2: Because we're 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 taking three, four, five jobs. That's where the money's coming from. We're doing work for hire stuff. That's where our money's coming from. Or whatever. This right here, this is our thing and, and we're Kind of letting the fans say, Hey, is this something you want to see? That's really what it is for the most part. And we're getting this out there. The future of Cornerman, we want to actually do a full series. Yes, uh, if it does yes. well, enough people, you know, are behind it and we're looking for probably publishers after this to pick okay. up a series. And this could be the thing that, you know, I don't know, the next bit of root. I don't know, man. Like Ooh. Uh, Ooh, it, yeah. it could Which be is amazing. Or excellence. Oh, right. Okay. So because there, there are two teams of, of creators that I'm very close friends with. And let me tell you guys up front, I love to watch people win. I love it. I love I, I love it. to see us win.
0: I get you know? it. I... And,
2: and that's it. So when I talk about them, it is, I, you know, the love, man. <laughs>
1: the no, love I, there. I, I get you. Did you get to, when did you get to the point when you you were like, okay, I'm ready to go and branch out and start creating passion projects?
2: You know, it's because with, the, with Ben and I, Tiger, basically being held up at action, because like, I can't print it. I can't take it anywhere. It's not doing anything. And then mm. it actually costs me money that I don't have money and time. Time is the most precious thing That's to good. actually try to do anything. But if I can't benefit from it in a, in a good way and I'm going broke. I can't, you know, what I mean, because I just can't do that. So
0: can't sustain it. I get. It.
2: I just, I really Stuff. can't. I, that's why I'm giving the Midnight Tiger fans one final issue, and that's it. And then is I'm that coming
0: through? Is that going coming through Action Lab? Because I actually was at MegaCon and I saw Dan Mendoza, and he had a popular thing at Action Lab, he Zombie did. Tramp, and it just disappeared. And then I see him there. <laughs> and now it's it's coming via a new uh, publisher, if you will, but in conjunction with. So, you know, yeah, I don't know well, what's going on over there, but, you know.
2: I, I can't get into it. I really can't get into it. That's, you know. but I understand.
0: Uh, I understand. But yeah. I, just just with you being held up at midnight and then seeing my homie got held up with Zombie, obviously something's going on. And it's a shame because Action Lab had, had a, a huge stable of amazing creators and, and product.
2: Well, they, they did. They had, and people were going to them and everything, but it's all mm-hmm. about <laughs> the reason why Think about the reason why image was created. Think about why there are royalty lawsuits. Why Jim Starlin is pissed off mm. about Thanos? Yeah. I mean, it's ownership. And I mean, if you create something and you're you're seeing very little or whatever, if if it's all yours, then you'll know. Okay, this is not working for me. I can I can let it be, right? But if if somebody's like, Nah, you keep doing it. I'm not necessarily doing that much, but you keep doing it. And you, you know, I'll be controlling a good portion of it because guess what comics is? People want to see the print. When I, when I ran that last midnight tiger and I did it all digital, I barely made my, oh, uh, wow. I barely made it and it's all digital because, and the question I kept getting asked over and over and over again was, is this going to be print? And then people were like, you know what? It would probably have been way more people or I would have signed up if it had been in print. Yes, I can't fault that because guess what I want? I want a print comic. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I, I want it to hold it in my hand. Um,
0: yeah, I'm an, I'm an old schooler myself. Again, I don't need a tablet with a dying battery. You know, with a yeah, right, I, right. No, no batteries required. Could read anytime.
2: No, no. Here's here's the beauty of it though. But it's both. So if I can offer you, that's the beauty of Cornerman. We're offering both nice. because let's say you want to keep this as a collector's item because you can only get this particular version on Zoo you do that ah, oh yeah cuz nice. that's why it's called exhibition mat like in gotcha. any and you know what i'm saying like it's this Very is showing nice. you the world this is giving you a preview of what could be and and that's really what this is so we own it this is all ours that's why i was like and, and if we want to you know once we're done we could take this anywhere
0: wonderful how do you feel as a creator just being able to say that this is my baby and i could take it anywhere
2: <laughs> you know what that's it. If if Chris and I are in agreement with everything, you know, it's like let's do it. You know, let's do it because we're a team and we're we're a package deal. So, and, oh, and I love that's that. yeah. I mean, it's that's the thing when you work with people you really really like and you have fun with, you want to do things together.
0: Yes, yeah. Um, Everybody eats, not just one every, of
2: us. That's it. That's it. That's what this is. So, but yeah, man, this is it.
0: All right. So, folks, again, you know, yes, twenty two days left. Show the love. Please make this happen. You know, th- th- this is the future right here. Again, you got four covers here. You know, Right now, it's, it's more to come,
2: a, just letting you know. There's more, more covers to come.
0: There's more. I mean, look at this. The early bird special sold out, folks. Forget about it.
2: Yeah, it's over. <laughs> wow,
0: that, and that that was a deal, man. All four covers, 40 beans. That's a deal.
2: Yep.
0: I mean, this looks great. So we're going to have this. What about you? Ray in the future. What's Ray working on? What's Ray got coming? Because I, I, I see some. Uh,
2: you know you what we're supposed to talk ever? about at first, right? Oh, yeah. Go ahead.
0: Summer, so, didn't you have a question?
1: Oh. Or is he flows in on me. Okay. So I'm curious. Nah, never that. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> when it comes down to, so I'm curious as to, you know, you have these covers coming out and they're going to be for certain tiers for the individuals to support the Cornerman book. Now, when you're sketching these covers and you take it back to your days working these conventions. Is there any special request that you have for the covers? Is there any request, like, like what's the most requests that you get when it comes out to sketching these covers?
2: It depends on what's hot, you know, <laughs> what's hot in the streets. Like it's usually, so let's say I, I feel like the next convention I go to, I'm going to get a lot of Star Wars type requests. So, mm. and it should be depending on, on where we are with the schedule, because the next con I'm going to is in December and that okay. is uh, CCR, Comic-Con Revolution Ontario, uh, here in California. You know, shout out to, to those cats, you know, Mike Zagliano. And I am I think it's going to be Star Wars for sure, uh, especially Dr. Afra.
1: Yes. Um, or... Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: But, oh, yeah. But by then, I expect people to request something else, because I heard that, you know... That, oh, no, I'm addicted to that. Yeah, man, because there's something about some city being on fire that's coming soon.
2: soon. That's what we're supposed to talk about right now, like, that yeah, was man. initially. That
0: was so, initially, but I, I gotta find out now before we even go. Cause yeah, bro, you do so, it. I, I, Luke Cage. Yo! Oh
2: my God, look at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, saw, back. I'm finally on that.
0: Let me show it really quickly. Boom! Look at that cover. Motherfucker. I mean, there's number <laughs> one. I I believe you're doing number two.
2: Correct? I am. I'm doing number two.
1: How did you get approached for this Power Man book?
2: Yeah. Uh, you know what? The guys in Marvel, I've, I've got, I want to call it, what, 14 year career with them so far? And, and recently, you know, I moved up, <laughs> I moved up. I, you know, but, but that's the thing. You got to pay your dues. And, and I definitely have paid my dues for a long time. And uh,
0: yes, you have. You know, I know we've a, been, we've been politicking on social for a long time,
2: a long time. And you could see, right. You can see the change. I would say the last three years, you know, the kind of stuff I got, I'm going to tell you when it really first happened, when, when I was like, kind of like this in my career, just okay. doing like filling stuff or whatever. And you know, Oh, that guy is cool, but you just forget, you know, I'm still getting work, but you don't know who I am yet. It wasn't until I got on X-Men blue. Mm. And yes. I would, I would say superb with, with Lion Forge, which I love that book so much. It means a lot to me when I was on superb, where I was doing interiors and covers. Right. And then they offered me X-Men blue. So what, once you... you get on the X-Men book,
0: it's a wrap a so rap i mean the yep. legend how did you feel when they came to you and said yo i mean you start off with spider-man first of all i mean you already spoiled coming <laughs> in though and now well, x-men
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean x-men is the book there are certain books you get so so I'll, I'll tell you like i'll break it down if i was on a main spidey book then it would be it would be big right okay. so like the main spider-man book. spider-man family is like one of those you know Side-D. side side books you know it's kind of like uh, chris Somney on that on uh I think Mighty Thor or, or mm. you didn't really know who, who Chris was. Editors knew who he was. But it it wasn't until he got on this, this other stuff that was like, Oh wait. And then you go back to the first stuff like, Well this cat was good. Yeah, he was good back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't, you know, but you, you get your weight up. So anyway, X Men popped off and it was like boom. You know, it was, it was I was Amazing. getting requests and stuff like that. And then I started doing different things, man. And, and they could see what I could do. And I, and I, you know, I feel like my relationships there are better. You know, my relations with editors are better. My time there, you know, and I, I try to put out some of the best stuff, man. I really do. And I, I mean, I took a step away for a year to work on guardians of the galaxy, uh, the animated series. So I did storyboards for that. So when I came back, it was like, uh, that was 2014. I don't know. Some no, yeah, maybe. No, no, it went to it was 2017. Sorry, it was, was 2017.
1: That first animated
2: series. Oh yeah,
1: oh, yeah. Okay. That Marvel did that like, was there, on was on, a... di- on Disney XD. Oh yeah, Disney. it was surprisingly mature. What what was that like? Was it a big switch from doing panels?
2: Yeah, it's because you have to think. You have to switch modes. My biggest problem was that I'm doing comics and this comics has a lot of detail, right? So when you're doing boards, you don't need that much detail. You you need to get the idea across. So the animators and the story and the movement. So it's, I'm switching from a static viewpoint to a cinematic viewpoint. That's the other thing. So I have to think in that in those terms, because this film, you know, and and you have to study that and how that moves. And, but yeah, it was, that was the worst thing. I was always I overdoing it in the beginning, but my director I basically got the job off the bat. Like, I I you know what I mean, like,
0: look at it,
2: nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got the job, but I wasn't, I wasn't as ready as I wanted to be, you know? Okay. And, and most of my friends that I came up with, I don't say most, but a good click of them, they either did, they started out in comics and then somewhere along the way, like, boom, they ended up going into animation. So mm. uh, Matthew Humphreys, who is a director of DuckTales, LaShawn Thomas, who's doing God knows, you know, all kind of stuff. He just did, uh, I'm going to say, is it Sasuke? Or oh, something, yeah. Uh, what else did he do? your Cannon Busters, other people, you know, Jeff Womaster, who was my director there on uh Guardians of the Galaxy. So, all these people were in comics.
0: Wow, wow, and, yeah. Well, wow. I love, I love how things you know, you never know where life takes you, right? Yeah, direction, direction wise, which is great, but of course, that's that's pop culture, man. You know, let's do it. I'm
2: so, sorry, it's I believe it's Yusuke, not Sasuke. Dave. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking Naruto, right?
1: <laughs> where, I was like, what they had in a Naruto spinoff. No, 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 I'm like, Okay,
2: sorry, sorry, Lashawn, If you ever hear this, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you I'm know hard. what? That's, that's what I really respect about you, Ray. Just from this conversation, like you remember names, you remember everybody that you work with, and it seems like you're always on a good rapport with the people that you come, that you, the people that you came in contact with, and the people that you come uh-huh. up with.
2: We, you we're know, running together you that know. that's really it we're in this together i mean and, yeah. and i was telling my wife it's funny man you mentioned that because my wife i saw my wife I was like i i kick myself in the head all the time if i forget a person's name and a year a few years ago i was having one of those bouts where i forgot somebody's name or whatever and she's like you meet hundreds of people like it's you can okay. you know it's okay <laughs> so but yeah yeah, I, you know, I'm all out of myself, man. It's, it's all, uh, it's all good. My,
0: my wife would have been all over me if I did that. Cause there was one time when I lived in Brooklyn, we went to a mall and this kid I go, used to go to high school with was like, ah, what's up? Ah, giving me hugs and all, man. And I, for the life of me, could not remember his name. Said, Yo, ah, ah, and my wife's looking at me like with this evil look. And he just goes, hi, man. You, <laughs> I gotta go real quick, man. We would like nice to see you. And he runs. i was like, you're so fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wait wait i swear to god i just don't know his name i forgot and you yeah. know what's funnier? i remembered a, a week later i said manny and she goes
2: what the hell are you talking about
0: i said that was his name that manny. was his name still thinking about that i'm like yeah i was
2: you know, like i do the same thing and and it'll be the craziest thing about you run into the room manny what yep what what, what are you talking about well, yeah, the, the cat that I forgot their name last week, oh, well, it's over with now.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's what happens to us 40, 40 plus, right? That's yeah, what that's happens. what it is. A, I, I always day. say
2: I have so much stuff in here, everything's pushed out through my ears, you know? <laughs> just It's not enough room.
0: Oh, man. Yo, Ray, you've been amazing, man. A great guest. And I, I don't want to keep you muscle on because I know you were working on something right before uh, you came on. So, folks, this is the key part here. You see that in the bottom? Support Corner Man. Go to zoop.gg slash c slash Corner Support this amazing project. Please follow Ray. Where, where we at? Where, where's my Ray at? There you go. Oh, yeah. There goes Ray right there on Twitter, right on Instagram, on Twitter, R.A. Height. Instagram, Art of R.A. Height. Check him out. And please, support my fellow Crusader. Seth with the board right here. He has some awesome reviews up on Comic Crusaders today. And just about almost every day, he's covering music and sports and comics. My man is doing it all. A big uh, fanatic of pop culture. Happy to have oh, you aboard, my I, I just
1: brother. Want, I just want to say, by the way, Amigo, like, yo, like, really, you guys got to support this corner man off tops. Just due to the fact that the the base price of, that Ray is asking over here is for the low, you know what I'm saying? Like there are paintings that go for millions. I'm talking about yeah. like close to like billions of dollars, or at least a tenth of that, close to a tenth of a billion. And this man is only just asking just for like a couple of k. And this yeah. is fine art. And there, it, it's a tier program. I,
2: I figure if, get, if go ahead. people drop in ten bucks or whatever it is, if I get a thousand people to drop in 10 bucks or whatever, you know, it's, it's really getting it out to as many people as possible. Cause the more people who are aware of it, then, you know, everybody doesn't have to, to, to drop some, but let's say if it's a hundred thousand people and 10%, 5% drop some, we made it.
0: Yeah. Do it folks. Forget that $10 cup of Starbucks, nasty (laughs) coffee. And get something that's actually good in <laughs> corner, man. Yeah, this
1: is that good stuff. This will feed your soul.
0: Yeah, it'll feed the soul and it'll keep you fired up as well because it's an action-packed issue, I'm sure. So you're going to be awake. Who needs yeah. the, that nasty coffee? And if you're going to get coffee, get Bustelo. is cheaper and that you can still buy the book, all right? You there you go.
1: I, you got to, you know, he's transferring the energy on that. You know what I'm saying? There's some real power over here. You know, support it. Yeah, Thank, support you. it. Thank you.
0: There we go. R.A., right, thank you again. You've been great. Sever, thank you. You've been awesome, brother. Uh, co-pilot. I appreciate the time. Both of you folks, you know what to do. Check out our channels, Comic Crusaders, Undercover Capes. You know, show some love for the Comic Crusaders podcast right here. Drops a new episode every Tuesday. Otherwise, you can watch the videos live on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. All right? Thank you again, Ray. To mi familia. Hasta la próxima. Most love, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google
1: Play Store today.